Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. For those of you guys who are watching the YouTube video and don't turn your head away, first off, I'm not that handsome looking anymore. And it just sort of happens. But the t-shirt today is focus plus momentum equals velocity, which is a great way to help keep things focused on what's important. One of the things I do at work is I help coach people um, when they deal with their challenges. I get to be paid as a sounding board, and that sounds a little odd. It sounds like one of those odd jobs that people have, but I love it, and I'm pretty good at it. And so I had two interactions today with folks who are both feeling frustrated by the situations that they found themselves in. The first one felt really frustrated at the fact that he is dealing with different people and different perspectives on a particular project and you know he's wondering how he's going to get everybody aligned well to get people aligned one of the principles that needs to be applied in that situation is just making the work visible and so you have to identify a source of truth that you can get everybody to rally around document your work in that space of the things that they have to get done and then let people loose to be able to get their part and have them regularly sync to make sure that their contributions are occurring in sequence timing and aligned with the contributions of others don't build any buffer in that either let people loose as much as possible with being able to make their most passionate contributions and uh, the other thing i shared with him was that he was the right person to be dealing with this remember if management was easy it wouldn't pay as much as it does and so the fact that he's in this managerial role to work through this and help people work through this and and there's different levels of management there's management i'm your supervisor and there's management like i'm supposed to manage this effort he's in the category of having to manage the effort and having to help people want to align and contribute in a way that works towards the better good of all involved while still maintaining their individually individuality that's a pretty big challenge and I don't blame him for being frustrated he really cares about the outcome but we talked about how you've got options you're the right person in that space you're the right person to work through it he has done it many many times before but he was uh, complaining about some political aspect of it and I looked at him and I said look it's really simple if you stop caring then it won't matter so if he stops caring about that political tone or perspective in there, then it won't matter as much. And he'll be able to focus his energy not on the political stuff that he really can't control, but on delivering the value that he's expected to deliver with the team by organizing that team, by helping the team organize that work. So that was one today. There are two others, actually. I remembered one of them while I was sharing that one. So the next one I talked to today was over chat. This young lady, absolutely wonderful, wonderful person. I won't mention her by name, but she knows who she is if she decides to listen to this. And she was dealing with the frustration of the fact that she had to work on some code and it was in a language that she hasn't touched in a bit and it was really complex. She was frustrated by herself for not knowing what she needed to know to be successful. Like that happens so often in life. And it also happens that we beat ourselves up about it as well. Don't we get to that point where it's like, you'll work on something for days and days and days, months. Or when you get to about my age, you work on stuff for sometimes up to years. And, and once you figure out what the solution should be, it's like, oh, well, that's like a 30 minute solution. That's like a 10 second solution. That's like a 17 second solution, right? I once built a slide 
one slide in this presentation that was super, super important. And it took me four days to make this slide. When the slide was shown up on the screen, this was a number of years ago, right? We have better tools than just slides now. But when the slide was showed up on the screen, four days worth of work was being evaluated and it was consumed for 17 seconds. I timed it. Four days worth of work for 17 seconds. Why? Because I'm not a very well-trained graphic designer. I don't do that stuff regularly. A graphic artist would have been able to gather the information that was needed to be presented and present it very quickly and have it live for about the same time that I did. It took me four days to get to that point. But you know what? By getting to that point, I learned a few valuable lessons. One of them is, is that to communicate we can often put a lot of investment on the front end that pays off on the back end. Everybody in that room understood what I, the message I was trying to deliver very quickly, very intuitively, and it stuck and we were aligned. Those four days were worth it. Now, I could have spent those four days interviewing and discussing with different people to try to get their alignment. Didn't have to. That slide helped do, do the trick. We were there. And so it wasn't time wasted, but it felt that way. It felt like it was time wasted. When you're struggling with something in your space where it might feel like you're wasting your time, you're not. You're just learning. And right now, whatever it is that you're learning is taking more effort than what you would prefer. So your expectations are what is stealing you away from the joy of that learning experience. And your expectations are based on love. Right? This particular young lady really wanted to get this problem solved in the code very quickly so she could move on to contributing more because she feels accountable to her teammates. That means she's working on love. So often, I have created teams that were reliant upon a singular leader, especially in the military. And the military is organized that way for good reason. Now, that I'm not in that space. I organize teams so that way the people on those teams are accountable to one another. Because when they're accountable to others in that sense, when they really have that feeling of team, they operate on love. And one of the consequences of it is the anxiousness that this young lady was feeling. But it was really easy to remind her that she was feeling anxious because of her love for others. And to stop and think about that for just a fraction of a second allowed her to realize that she was motivated by the right things and she could be a little more kind and patient with herself. So the next story I want to tell is about a young man that I was talking to this morning. And he realized that his last sprint, because we're doing sprints, it's a two-week time period where we uh, do work and we deliver it and then we look back. And I asked him if the last sprint that he did, the last two weeks felt comfortable. And he was like, no, they don't feel comfortable at all. And I was, I told him, I said, yes, this is awesome. Because in his situation as an early career professional, right, when something feels uncomfortable, that's telling you that there's an opportunity to improve the method, the technique, the way of working that we can explore and embrace. And guess what I get to come in and do? I have all of these decades of experience experience with exploring different ways of working and helping to identify the solutions and opportunities that we can apply in that space. And so it was super easy for me to be like, dude, you engaged some anti-patterns. It was uncomfortable for you. Awesome, right? 
I'm so glad that those were uncomfortable for you because you recognize they're uncomfortable, we can apply some solutions. You're motivated to apply solutions. And now I'm using the word solutions and I really don't like that word. We can apply some different behavior to help improve the process. And the reason why I don't like the word solutions is because one of my favorite, favorite, favorite authors, Thomas Sowell, has said that there are no solutions in life, there are just trade-offs. So the trade-off of being uncomfortable, right, it can be traded off with being more comfortable by changing some behavior. And now he's encouraged to embrace that behavior, to experiment with that behavior, to be able to improve his life. And I want to encourage everybody, I like to do this, I want to encourage all of you to look at how you are treating yourself. Are you like the young lady that I was talking to earlier today, where you're beating yourself up because your expectations are based upon love and you've forgotten that those were what was motivating you to contribute to others? Remember that that's probably underneath everything that you're doing. And remember that if you're dealing with some political thing that you can't control, stop caring about it. Because if you stop caring, then it won't matter. And you can focus on the things that do matter in your space. And then finally, the last gentleman that I was working with, if you're feeling uncomfortable about something, don't blame somebody else. Look at the behaviors that are forcing you or encouraging you to feel that way. And then see if there are opportunities for you to talk to somebody about how you can address those behaviors and get to where you're going to thrive. We want everybody to thrive. And we want to be able to use the tools and talk with the people that allow us to do that. So I hope that you can find those people, that you can find those tools and practices in your own life. And I hope that in a world where you can choose to be anything, you take the time to choose to be grateful. Mm -hmm.